Good morning. Welcome you to Stony Brook United Methodist Church, especially if you're visiting with us today. Uh, we're so glad to have you in worship, either in person or online. My name is Pastor David Hoffman, and on behalf of the pastoral staff and our Appalachia Service Project team who will be leading worship, I welcome you. Pastor Jennifer is currently away on vacation, and uh, certainly our thoughts and prayers surround her. A couple of announcements uh, as we gather this coming Wednesday, July 28th, we'll welcome to Stony Brook those creatures that God made to move along the ground. <laughs> Mercer Hall from the Realm of the Reptiles will present an animal show at 645 at the Cook Chapel. And this is a um, unique educational experience that is sure to excite, inspire, and stir your heart. Um, this is the third in the summer at Stony Brook series of events for the Vacation Bible School kids and our Stony Brook family, and we are offering a hot dog picnic dinner from 5.30 to 6.30. Everyone is invited to attend, but we ask that you RSVP so that we can have plenty of food prepared. You can RSVP at stonybrook.church slash kids. The beginning of the school year is right around the corner. You're invited to join us for the blessing of the backpacks that will take place on Sunday, August the 8th at all worship services. All students, educators, staff, and administrators are encouraged to bring their backpacks or devices uh, to be blessed as we begin the school year. And students and SB kids and SB youth will also be promoted uh, to their new grades. Don't forget Stony Brook Youth will gather this afternoon from 2 until 3.30 to participate and celebrate um, the Summer Olympics, and all youth are invited to attend. And next week, we'll mark our return to the use of paper bulletins, and if you have announcements for the bulletin, you're asked to send them to Jennifer Hathaway in the church office by Tuesdays at 3 p.m. so that they can be um, included. And bulletins will also um, be available online for your use during worship, both in person and online. Friends, this truly is the day that God has given to us. I invite us now to be in worship together.
As the screen directs us, I invite us to stand in body or in spirit and join together in this morning's call to worship. We are called together this day to praise God. We ask that God will put us in pathways to service to others. The Lord will walk with us as we faithfully witness to Christ's love. Open our hearts, Lord, to receive your words and will. Come, let us worship God. Let us sing our praises to God, our Redeemer and Healer. Amen. Let us remain standing and sing together Christ for the world we sing. pray. God, for all days and all seasons, hear our prayer. God, for all nations and all peoples, listen to our voice. Constantly, O God, you hearken to the cries of anguish in the night and shouts of rejoicing in the day. Again and again you are roused by the lamentations that are hidden in places and clamoring in the streets. And again, you reassure us, O God, that you do not ignore quiet words falling on your ears. This day our prayers spring from burning hearts. We would so like to believe Paul's words to the church at Thessalonica that we desperately want to be children of the light. But for too long, we have belonged to the night. Sometimes we even walk in our sleep not caring what happens around us. Sometimes we commit twisted deeds in this shadowy world through which we walk. And O oh God, though we have pledged our loyalty to the light, the dark nights of the soul continue to haunt us. Day and night wage their war on the battlefield that lies within us. O oh God, You are our hope. Awaken us from our sleep. Help us to let our lights shine. Rescue us from the clutches of gloom. Reassure us in our fear and help us to become children of light. Clothe us with the armor of faith and love and restore in us the hope of our salvation. Strengthen us so that we may not grow weary in doing what is right. Bring that salvation, O God, to all Your children, to those who dwell in the day and to those who dwell in the night, that none might perish alone in dark despair. 
We lift our prayers to You, O God, this day, knowing that You are a God who knows each of our needs even before we have the courage to place them upon our lips. We pray this day for those recovering from surgery and illness. We pray for victims of senseless violence and their families. We pray for those grieving losses of those dear to them. And we ask, O oh God, that you surround all of those that lie heaviest upon our hearts with your spirit of gentleness. We pray this in the name of the one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And now hear us, O oh God, as we are bold to practice the unity that you would have as we join our hearts and voices together praying the prayer that you taught your disciples, praying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Would you hear these words from Galatians chapter 6? Brothers and sisters, if a person is caught doing something wrong, you who are spiritual should restore someone like this with a spirit of gentleness. Watch out for yourselves so you won't be tempted too. Carry each other's burdens, and so you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are important when they aren't, they're fooling themselves. Each person should test their own work and be happy with doing a good job and not compare themselves with others. Each person will have to carry their own load. Those who are taught the word should share all good things with their teacher. Make no mistake, God is not mocked. A person will harvest what they plant. Those who plant only for their own benefit will harvest devastation from their selfishness, but those who plant for the benefit of the Spirit will harvest eternal life from the Spirit. Let's not get tired of doing good, because in time, we'll have a harvest if we don't give up. So then, let's work for the good of all whenever we have an opportunity, and especially for those in the household of faith. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you for these words from the Apostle Paul this morning, and, and, and we pray that they would be um, direction for our lives, that they would be something that, that gives us a hope for the future, Lord, and that they would be instruction for this very day. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, good morning, Stony Brook Church. Uh, if you are a first-time guest with us this morning, we'd like to welcome you and note that this service may look a little different than a typical Sunday morning. If you're joining us online, uh, that same word would go out to you that this is going to be a little bit different service than you would typically experience here at Stony Brook. Uh, my name is Ben Lilly. I am the former director of youth ministries at Stony Brook Church. Uh, I had the pleasure of serving here for nine years and wrapping up at the end of May. And I am forever grateful that uh, Stony Brook allowed me to still participate in our Appalachian Service Project missions trip this summer. And to be a part of this service this morning is a, is a great blessing. I am very excited to be here um, and, uh, and, and very excited to be with you. Uh, I'm going to invite Jason Sheldon to come up this morning. Jason was my co-leader for this trip. Uh, we we kind of took lead and got to spend a lot of time together, and uh, I'm going to have him share a little bit about himself and about ASP. Thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. My name is Jason Sheldon. Uh, this was a, uh, a good year for Stony Brook. Um, ASP has been around for 52 years, and Stony Brook celebrated their 45th year of participation with the Appalachia Service Project. Um, so... It, uh, it was our 45th year of, of working with ASP, our 65th trip, uh, years we've been blessed to send two different groups during the same summer. We've had families participate in spring break trips, some adults do fall trips. Uh, so this has been a long time uh, uh, service of this church. And on Wednesday night, uh, while we were down in Jonesville, the CEO of ASP came down, presented our church with this plaque, uh, contributing to 45 years of service. Uh, so there's Walter Crouch with Ben and I, and uh, this will hang up uh, in the church. We're looking forward to 50 years, 55, 60 years and more. Absolutely. Um, super exciting to have Walter join us at ASP. Uh, 45 years. Hear that? 45 years out of the 52 years that ASP has been serving. And, and we went through and looked, and 65 trips just blows my mind. That means that almost 20 years we've taken at least two teams on ASP trips, and that's something, that's something very special. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar, Appalachian Service Project uh, is a ministry in the heart of Appalachia. Uh, they serve in Virginia, which is where we were this year. We were in Jonesville, Virginia. They serve in North Carolina, West Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee through the Appalachian Mountains, and their, their ministry, their mission is to make homes warmer, safer, and drier, and uh, that is what we were able to do. We did not go and do it by ourselves. We actually had two teams that joined us on that trip, and we'd like to invite some of those members up right now. Uh, they're going to join us up here on stage, and we're going to let them share their experience with y'all. 
while they're getting situated, I'll tell you that the scripture that we shared this morning, um, verse 9 of that, Galatians 6, 9, was actually the theme verse for ASP this year. And the theme was onward, which they all showed you so well on their way up on the back of their shirts. Onward is something that we will be uh, talking about and will be part of our theme here this morning. Um, but while they're getting settled, I'm going to ask them to kind of go down the line and introduce themselves. Just tell us your name, um, if you have served on ASP before, how many times, and then um, why you decided that this was a good year to do it in spite of everything else that's gone on over the last, oh, 15 months or so. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start and then we can come back there. Uh, so this was my uh, 15th year of serving with ASP. Um, and so I started when I was a, a youth in, in the youth program here and just come back year after year. Just uh, it's a fun week. We do good work and uh, just to see the impact that it has on the community and the families that we serve. I'm Rob Sebriak. I was a rookie this year, having never been on it, so it was a great first experience. Um, and the reason I went, I was supposed to go last year, but of course everything got canceled. Um, I was eager to serve, but most importantly, um, my daughter Madeline, who you'll hear from in a little bit, said, Dad, you've really got to go on this and you've got to go on it with me. Um, my name is Rebecca Weaver. Um, this is either my seventh or eighth trip with ASP, I'm not really sure. Um, but I guess what inspired me to go on is being a volunteer um, with the youth group for so many years and then having served on staff, I kind of wanted to go from the adult side and kind of compare and contrast, you know, and also help out, um, kind of give a staff aspect to things. Hi, I'm Tara Lilly. Uh, this was my second trip and I also was supposed to go last year. Um, so when that was canceled, I knew I wanted to come this year and go with my daughter, Brooklyn. My name is Brooke. This was my first ASP, and I decided to go this year because I've seen a lot of people from Stony Brook do it, and it looked like a really cool trip, and I also wanted to go last year, but I wasn't able to, so I was very excited this year. Um, I'm Madeline. This was my third trip. Uh, I go because it's just an amazing experience and getting to know all the homeowners, and it's just, like I said, an amazing experience. My name is Jacob Shoup. This was my fifth trip on ASP. Uh, just like Madeline, I've been before and couldn't resist going back because of how much I enjoyed it. I'm, <clears throat> I'm Jeff Jaworski. This is my fourth year. Um, unfortunately, missed out in 2019 and couldn't go last year, obviously. But just being with the Stony Brook teams that go is, you know, and being able to help the community is the reason that I continue to go. Thank you. Uh, we don't have our full ASP team up here, so if we can have one of uh, one person from the team uh, let everyone know who else was on your team, uh, what your team name was. So they have goofy names for the ASP teams, and then uh, tell us how you worked together as a team. I'll start. Our team name was Everything But The, and that's a uh, reference to Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Um, so the team were us three, Greg Subasek was with us, uh, Colin Hedersheet, and Andrew Holmes. Um, and I apologize, I forget the second part of that question. Uh, how, how your team worked together. Oh, we worked it. Um, our team was great. <laughs> this girl especially. Um, so Becca and I were the only two females on our team, so um, we got to boss the boys around, and I really enjoyed that uh, part of it, I gotta say. Um, but, but no, they really were great. Um, Greg is extremely knowledgeable. If you guys haven't got a chance to um, get to know Greg Subasek, I would highly recommend it. Uh, just knowledgeable in really all things. Um, so he really helped when we had to learn how to put tin roofing on. Um, he really came in handy for that. And then uh, Andrew and Colin, so this was their first trip. They're going to be freshmen this year. And um, they're just so fun to just get to know, hang out with. Um, I mean, we all knew them as little guys, but they're getting to be high schoolers now. And just uh, so much fun to just be around. And they were ready to go. Um, no hesitation to climb up on a roof, no hesitation really to do anything, even when we gave them dish duty. They didn't care. They just did it, and it was awesome. Our team name was Chunky Monkey. Um, it was the four of us you see up here, as well as Pastor Jennifer and Tabby Green. So Jeff, Madeline, Tabby, and I have been on trips before, and I've actually been on a team with all three of them. So we really got into the swing of things. It was Madeline and Pastor Jennifer's first time as 
Brooklyn, sorry. Brooklyn and Pastor Jennifer's first time. Um, so it was really cool to see them get to experience everything that we have come to love so much. Um, it was really our first time doing a project like this, so it took a little while to get off of the ground for our team, but I really felt at the end of the week we were really coming together and just clicking. So we had uh, two full teams that went with us, and then we also took what we call a, a floater vehicle. So we ran a, a large cargo van. Uh, Jason and I got to tool around in that all week. Um, we got to deliver stuff to our sites and take some stuff to some of the other teams that were there. Uh, and then one of our, our blessings is that we get to finish up some projects that happened the week before that might not have gotten done. Uh, and Jason's going to share one of those with you in a little bit. But um, it's, it's a joy to be able to be able to do that as well. Um, so one of the things we don't get because we're floating around so much is uh, we don't get the, the advantage of really getting to know any of the families very well. And that's one of the highlights for me is, is getting to know the family that you're working for with. Um, would you guys tell us about the family that you got to serve for the week? Uh, so we didn't get too much time with the families because of COVID. Um, they, they kept us still a little separated. So if you're familiar with like the picnic time, uh, the families didn't get to come on the picnic, unfortunately. Um, but they would come outside and chat with us every once in a while. So the homeowner's name for our site was TJ. And um, he was a great guy. He enjoyed coming out, telling us stories and just sharing about his life a little bit. Um, so we got to know him. And we met his wife one time, um, just kind of in passing as she was going, coming home from work. Our homeowner's name was Christina. She was living in the home that her parents bought for her. She was at work throughout most of the week, but Wednesday after running some errands, we were able to really introduce ourselves and get to know her. She brought her adorable grandson named Noah. Uh, so that was really awesome to see him and the love that they had for one another. Uh, she was really proud to tell us across the street was the church that her grandpa helped build. He cut down every log by hand with a chainsaw, and we actually used that church to fill up on some ice, take some bathroom breaks, and eat lunch. So her being so connected and close to something so wonderful was really awesome. Yeah, that team lucked out. Typically, that's, that's not the case where you have a, a church with air conditioning and an ice machine and a clean bathroom right across from where you're working. So they were, they were pretty fortunate. Uh, if you could also tell us a little bit about the work that you guys were doing down there. I'll start again. Uh, so our team put on a metal roof or a tin roof um, for the week. Uh, there were a few pieces laid when we got there. Um, but so we finished, well, I guess I, we didn't finish the roof, huh? We got one side done um, with a little bit of a pitch. Uh, there's a flat spot and a little bit of a pitch that we got those sides done. And then a team prior to us had built a deck for this home. Um, so we got to stain that deck as well. Um, now, our site was um, a little different because we, we went Monday to check it out, but the tin was not available for us yet. Um, so we ended up actually going to all four sites throughout the week, helping out as needed on the different sites. Um, so that was kind of fun for us. So for our group, we, had, we did siding. And so that was just really interesting on how to figure out how to start it and then work our way up. But after the entire week, we just got to see our progress and it was just amazing. Awesome. Um, these teams did a lot more than they're letting on. Uh, the, the work that they had was not only challenging, um, it, was, it, was, it was tough work uh, to get started, to get a flow going. And, uh, and I know that a lot of times we refer to Monday as, as Mosey Monday at ASP because you're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, as Jason said so eloquently in the first service, you're spending time figuring out what you got to undo that the previous work week did wrong. Uh, and it, it just uh, it becomes a hassle. And then once you get your flow, um, you just don't want to stop. And uh, Friday night, uh, this team was just rocking and rolling on the siding. And they're like, can we keep going? And I'm like, there's no more siding. Like we had completely like used all of the siding that ASP had available for the week. They were waiting till Monday to get more in stock. 
Um, so I was super proud of them. Uh, they did not make, their pizza was cold by the time they got back to the center. Um, they were just rocking and rolling, trying to get as much done as possible. So one of the things that we try and, uh, and make sure we're paying attention to when we're on these trips is any God moments that we might have. And by that, I mean like something that we just look at and we see as, as, uh, as something that God arranged for us to experience, whether it's individually or as a group. And I'm going to share with you that uh, um, the center that we were at in Jonesville is a year-round center for ASP, which means that they actually have groups that come all year long through the winter, summer, spring, and fall. Um, it is a large center. It actually houses between 150 and 180 participants. And for the week that we were there, it was our groups from Stony Brook, which was 14 of us, the center staff, which was four when we started the week, and three halfway through the week because one of them had to head home for the, the week for a funeral, and another church from Michigan called Kirk of the Hills out of Auburn, Michigan that had two small teams as well. So there was about 33 of us total at this center that sleeps 150. That was awesome. Um, we did not have to wrestle. That's a bad choice of words. We did not have to, to fight over bathrooms. Um, we did not have to, like, feel like we were huddled together. We kind of were able to spread out on the porch. But my God moment was that while we were there celebrating our 45th ASP, this church was there for their very first time. And I got to connect with their missions director, Edwin, and we spent a lot of time talking the first couple days, and their youth director... Um, and we were really blessed to be with somebody that was seeing it with fresh eyes, and they were super grateful to have a church that had experience so that we could kind of mentor them as we went through the week and share some, some things and, and even suggest some things to run to Walmart and pick up to make the rest of the week easier. Um, so I really saw that as a, a, a God moment. What did you guys experience? So I have a couple of them. Um, the first one, though, being that I got to spend the week with my daughter and my husband serving. Um, that was just really a great opportunity for me. And then um, it was Wednesday. We had trouble getting the tin in for the roofing. And um, the center, they tried. They kept trying, kept calling. And finally on Wednesday, uh, one of the girls at the center staff, her name's Bailey, she made a phone call. She made a second phone call, and I believe she made a third phone call within about a half hour's time. And within a half hour, that tin was delivered to us. Um, for me, um, I think it was about Thursday, our homeowner came out and he started standing in the porch with us, and he was just chilling, talking with us. Um, it was really hot that day. He was like, do you guys need water? He's like, do you need anything passed up to you on the roof? Um, he really, he was just there. He wanted to be involved and engaged in what was happening. Um, we weren't just coming in to work on his house. It was his house. He wanted to participate too. And I think that just speaks volumes to ASP as a whole, um, as well as the mission um, verse of, you know, like planting and harvesting what you have. That verse that they've chosen as a theme um, says, do not tire of doing good and you will reap a harvest. And the God moment for me was uh, seeing the encouragement and the command of that, but not knowing what the harvest would be. And there were many during the week. Um, we talked briefly about uh, the two boys who were with us, Andrew and Colin, and really the last time I'd spent any time with those two young men, they were in elementary school and in children's choir. And to see the, what they have developed into and uh, the responsibility and the work ethic and just the care for the people around them. Um, Rebecca and I have talked off, off and on. I've known her since middle school and now to see her being a role model for these younger, younger people. Um, to spend some time with Madeline and see her being independent on her own. And probably most striking was realizing that in the community, um, ASP was having an impact that maybe the people the weeks before us did not see and maybe we've had an impact that we didn't see, but it was impacting people on whose homes we did not work. There were people coming up from the community. There was a gentleman at a gas station. There was a guy who owned the ice cream place that we would frequent. Uh, there was a gentleman who came up on the street and just stopped us and probably could recognize us from our work clothes or because we didn't talk like them. Um, boy, did I have trouble with that accent. Um, and, and them just saying, thank you for being here and for what you're doing for us. Um, my God moment was getting to meet the homeowner for the first time. Um, she was really sweet and she was so happy that we were going to be working on her house. And she was just 
an awesome person to get to know. So I had two different ones. One, the first one was seeing after seeing our progress at the end of the week after we didn't have a great, a very great start to our week. And then the other one was being able to get to know um, my team members even further than I thought I knew them already. So. So my twin brother Stephen has been on staff in Breathitt, Kentucky. Um, he says they're famous in ASP land for everything going wrong that could possibly go wrong. They've had a pretty tough summer and they fought tooth and nail for everything that they've been able to do for the families around them that they've gotten to serve. Uh, he had mentioned that he might be able to use one of his few days off to come visit, so Monday I texted him like, hey, when are you getting here? Like, do you know which day yet? And then we got involved in dinner and evening gathering and I was just spending time and then he just magically showed up. He had driven himself on over. Um, he got there in time for evening gathering and ice cream Monday night. And then Tuesday he went around with Jason and Ben to all of the different sites. Um, so just getting to spend some time with my brother who I'd only been able to see a handful of times over this summer on ASP, something we love so much, really meant a lot to me. I think every trip you get little mini moments throughout the week, but I think the thing at the end of the week, um, we did struggle. We had some weird angles and pitches and cuts and things to make, but um, when we finally got it together and the homeowner showed up after work on Friday night and just lit up just to see how much we were able to do and didn't matter how good we thought we were doing, it was, it was more for her and, and she was extremely happy about what was going on. So, great. Uh, so as Ben mentioned, we were uh, the floater vehicle. Uh, so part of that is going around and finishing up some small projects that uh, previous weeks weren't able to get to. So on Tuesday, we went to the home of a man. Uh, his name is Harold. Uh, previous weeks had been working on his front porch, kind of uh, securing it a little bit better, making it stronger. Uh, there was an access door underneath the porch that needed fixed, so Ben and I went out to, to take care of that. And uh, the staff drove us out there because we couldn't find the house at first, so we had to have follow them and, and find out where it was. And so we pulled up, they, they walk up to the porch, and Harold is sitting on the front porch, and uh, it's a zero-gravity rocking chair that was a gift from the, the previous week. Uh, and he was out cold, like fast asleep. Uh, and so we walk up, we're saying, hey, Harold, we're here, we're here. He had headphones on, so he could not hear us. And uh, the staff, one of the staff walked up and kind of shook his shoulder and startled the man like a newborn infant waking up from a long nap. He kind of shook, he stretched his arms out, his legs were shaking. Uh, he was having a very good nap on the porch. Uh, and so we talked to the staff a little bit afterwards and, and they mentioned uh, working on that porch, making it stronger, that's the first time he had been able to go out on his porch in 20 years. Um, it, it had been so um, rickety and shaky, he didn't feel safe. So for a work crew to come in, fix his porch, and gift him this super comfortable looking chair that he can sit out every day and just watch the mountains and the traffic drive by, uh, that is an amazing impact that ASP can have. Yeah, it was one of those naps that you're jealous of. Yeah. Like, <laughs> for sure. Um, so as we think about the themes, uh, this year's theme of Onward, where we are preparing for a harvest, where harvest is um, healing the world, bringing people in closer relationship with God, being, bringing close relationship with Jesus. How do you think uh, our work on ASP has helped to prepare this world for a harvest? And we can have a couple people answer this from each crew. So as Madeline and Jeff mentioned, we had some trouble putting up the siding. It was a project that was new to all of us. Um, I think we got a small portion up Wednesday after trying to level and line up everything. Thursday morning, that had to come down because we didn't lock it in properly. And then Thursday afternoon, we realized it wasn't level, so it had to come down yet again, and we put it back up. Um, but the theme of Onward really kept us inspired, kept us pushing, kept us working. And then Friday, with some help of Ben and Jason, we really got almost all of the vinyl up that was there, all of the channeling. Um, and 
we had stayed late, so Christina, our homeowner, was actually able to make it home before we left for the day and see what we had done, and that was really the harvest for the whole week for me. I think Jason just said something about relationships and that being a part of the harvest, and I think that's how we continue to do good and how we how we uh, work toward that harvest is building relationships with each other. And so as I spoke about the relationship that through ASP we're able to sort of build with the people of that area um, prepares us for the harvest and also among us as a team. I, I got to know people of this church that I did not know particularly well and start to build some friendships that I hadn't had before um, that are, are going toward that harvest, you know, getting to share a room with Greg and Jeff, uh, getting to know them better. Awesome. It is, uh, it's an incredible experience to be able to uh, share just your skills, your talents, or the lack thereof even, and figure it out as you go to help somebody be able to do something like sitting on a porch that they've not been able to sit on for 20 years. Um, every, every year it feels like we hear stories like that. Uh, a couple years ago it was a young lady that had never been into her bedroom because the floor was open to the outside world. And we got to put in a new floor and buy her a bed. And those things just make you want to be a part of something like Appalachian Service Project. Uh, one more, just is there anything else that you guys would like to share about this trip, about your experience, uh, about why you would do it again, wink, wink, uh, or why somebody here might want to join you next year on this kind of trip? So if you're considering like, oh, I might want to go on a trip like this, please do. <laughs> um, it changes you in different ways and it helps you learn about yourself and the people that you're working with. And it will help you like see like our homeowner, Christina, when she saw how much, we, how much work we've done on her house before we left for the week, her face lit up as soon as she saw it. She was very happy that we were there. We touched so many hearts while we were there, and it's just amazing. So for me, it's, it's the people that are up here on the, on the stage with me, um, just getting to know them better. Um, and I would encourage any of you, if you're even a little bit interested, um, just give it a try. Talk, talk the leaders into using a year-round center, because that's, you know, when I say yes to that, I'm very particular. Um, but, but I would absolutely just um, say, you know, talk to these guys up here, get to know your teenagers in this church a little bit more, and they're really awesome. I think you guys would have a great time with them. Um, to kind of piggyback off that, um, ASP has been described to me before as a relationship project with construction on the side. Um, so you don't have to know anything about construction. Um, just come out, you know, bond, make relationships with the homeowners, with the people you come with, with the people from the other churches. Um, it's a really great experience. I encourage you all to go. If you have any questions, feel free to grab me or one of these other people up here. I know we'd love to share more with you um, about our experience down there. And I'm really grateful to the people who, you know, we've been doing this, I don't know how many of these ASP Sundays I've seen, um, but to the people who come up here every, every uh, year and talk about their experience and are always very encouraging and positive about it, and also very grateful to Stony Brook for continuing to support this mm -hmm. and making it a priority every year in a way that this church can serve. Yeah, and to piggyback on what Rob said, 45 years of service does not happen without support from the church as a whole. Um, the congregation has been so supportive, um, not only sending people on ASP, but financially supporting too. Uh, a lot of things on this trip would not have been possible without the support from, from you at home. Uh, and so even if you're not able to actually come make it on a trip, uh, keep us in prayers, uh, support where you can. Uh, it's adults like Ben uh, and other adults through over the years who have made uh, these trips so wonderful and have kept this trip going so long. So uh, I know the Lilies, they're not going to be around uh, in this area, but there will always be seats and vans for you guys. Can you guys help me thank our teams?
You know, I, I shared 10 verses from the book of Galatians, but I'm going to focus in on one for just a second. It says, let's not get tired of doing good because in time we'll have a harvest if we don't give up. You know, the simple verse tells us a few things. It tells us that doing good in this world is our work to do. It is our work to do because of the example that Jesus Christ has set for us. Working for good can be hard, and sometimes the results are way different than we expect, and I think that our teams would testify to that based on when they looked at the project on Sunday night and thought, this is what we're going to get done, and when they started tackling it throughout the week going, oh man, we didn't, and then seeing homeowners' faces and the joy and the elation of what they had accomplished, it just completely changes your perspective on everything. We know that we need to help each other when we are tired and that God's vision for a healed world or a harvest is something that we are able to experience right now. To be a part of this work means carrying forward God's work of justice, service, and love and that God doesn't expect any of us, let me, let me say that again, God doesn't expect any of us to finish this work, but he does expect us to carry it onward. And that theme that, uh, that ASP gave us this year truly, truly um, is, is, is everything that I needed to hear uh, walking into a new life. Uh, I've been doing ministry for almost 20 years, and, and, and to, to step away from that is one of the most difficult decisions I've ever had to make. And I am beyond grateful for Stony Brook and their support of ministries like ASP. I am beyond grateful for riding around a mountain with my friend and my brother Jason and seeing these kids that get to make homes warmer, safer, and drier. Stony Brook, we, we celebrated our 45th year, our 65th trip this year, and we weren't sure if it was going to happen when March and April rolled around because there's just so much uncertainty. And we had a long, long, long staff meeting where we said, okay, if it's going to happen, we're going to have to raise this much money. And we set a goal of $10,000, which, to be honest, felt like a really big number, and we crushed that. You guys gave us almost $15,000 to make this trip happen. And we and the families that we served are beyond grateful for that. I want to thank you this morning for your continued support of ASP, and I want to thank you as you continue to support ASP for years to come. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you again for your leadership. You as a congregation have planted seeds um, that we'll, we will see harvest um, as the years go by. But thank you very much. We have so much to be thankful for. And it seems right for us to uh, stand and sing our doxology together as the ushers are bringing the baskets forward. You're reminded that there are many ways for us to give. Um, you can place your offering um, in the baskets as you, as you leave today. You can mail your offering to the church or you can participate online. Friends, let us stand and sing together. Almighty and most merciful God, from you comes every good and perfect gift. We give you praise and thanks for all your mercies. Your goodness has created us. Your bounty has sustained us. Your discipline has chastened us. Your patience has borne us. Your love has redeemed us. Give us a heart to serve and love you and enable us to show our thankfulness for all your goodness and mercy by giving up ourselves to your service and cheerfully submitting in all things to your blessed will. We pray this through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let us end our worship today by singing together this little light of mine.
Let us not grow weary in doing what is right. And remember that God's grace, God's gentle spirit goes with us. Let us go forth in God's care. Amen.